they're only going to think about it if you keep bringing it up, yeah. but which you shouldn't do. <laughs> so like, be cool about it, but <laughs> be cool guys. Come on. I know, really. I mean, that's the theme of this episode. Just like be cool. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Harley Bang Bang. I'm Sarah, and welcome to our first uh, new episode of Love, Life, and Liquor. Um, HBB is coming at us from Singapore in this episode, our little foreign correspondent over here. Um, <laughs> we we warned you guys at the end of our last episode that there'd be a little bit of a break while she got settled in. Um, we actually did sit down a couple weeks ago to record this, but we ended up chatting the whole time. So here we are now. We apologize for the, the very extended delay. Um, but her being there is kind of what led us to think of this episode topic and what we're going to talk about today. So I will let her take it from here. Yeah. So as most of you probably know, I moved to Singapore and I came here not knowing anybody. So it was a very interesting exercise in making friends like completely from scratch. I didn't even, or I'm not even working in a department that's like big or overly social. So I didn't even have work people to fall back on. It was very much like meeting people on my own. So in this journey over the past few months, I feel like I've become somewhat of an expert on how to make friends, um, you know, what kinds of things uh, people are drawn to and also what is off-putting when you meet a new person. So we thought that it would be, and I, and I also think just generally there's this recent kind of, um, I don't know, discourse online that it's very hard to make friends as an adult, whether you're moving to a new city or not. I think this is something a lot of people are now struggling with because at a certain age, the friends you grew up with or went to school with, you may drift apart, you're in different life stages, maybe you don't have quite as much in common as you used to. So I think there's sort of this newfound thirst for new friendships amongst people sort of 30 and above. So we thought it would be interesting to give our thoughts on how to meet new people and, and how to actually maintain new friendships. And so we're going to draw on our experiences over the past year and Hopefully you guys will come away with some new friends out of this. Yeah, and it was um, interesting when HBB suggested this episode topic. Um, she actually wasn't even aware that I had been recently trying a Bumble BFF. So I guess I fall <laughs> into that over 30 category, um, even though I have not moved or anything recently. Um, my office schedule has changed a little bit, so I'm spending like a bit more time downtown and um, I feel like my next wave of friends is like about to get married and start having kids. Mm. And like, even though I will say like, compared to a lot of people I know, I think my friends with kids, for the most part, do a, a better than average job of like, staying mm. present friends and like making time for their friends and stuff like that. So it's not as though I've lost those friendships, but they do just become a bit different. Mm. Um, So I was kind of like, you know, with me spending time in like a slightly different city some of the time now it might just be time to start making like at the very least like casual friends people you can grab like a dinner or a happy hour or whatever with um and maybe some of those will become stronger friendships over time so it was convenient timing all around for this topic <laughs> but um yeah I feel like uh HPB should get us started and tell us a little bit about your experience because going totally from scratch is like very unique 
Yeah. And, and just to give a, an agenda, a weird <laughs> thing, we're going to kind of divide this up into, you know, how you can just meet new people, you know, right off the bat, because that has to be your starting point. But then in the second part of this episode, we'll talk a little bit more about how you actually, once you've met someone you think is cool, how do you actually build and maintain that friendship? So when you're just starting out and you, you know, you just want to straight up meet new people, I will say up top, this is not the time for you to be very picky about the type <laughs> about the events you go to, the types of things you sign up for, you know, where you look for friends. Like this is the time to be very open-minded. I think a very great starting point for most people is meetup. Um, it's mm -hmm. international in most big cities. I think in every big city at this point, it meetup has a very big presence. So I honestly feel like there's no excuse for someone to not try it. And there are meetup groups for anything and everything mm. under the sun. Like if you can think it, there is a meetup group for it, for sure. <laughs> um, and for those of you who have never been on the app or, you know, you, you can't really conceptualize it. It's basically, there are a bunch of different groups and they meet up for a specified, you know, purpose. So there are meetup group events for like just happy hour drinks. So they can start very general, like people just meet at a bar and get to know each other. There's, you know, yoga, volleyball, you know, basketball, whatever. And then they get super niche. So there's like bird watching meetups. And then they get even as specific as lesbians with dogs. And I am not kidding. That is a real group <laughs> I have seen where lesbians meet up and walk their dogs. So like they get very niche. So that's why, again, whatever you want, meetup has probably got it. And, um, and I, so I really think that's, that's where people should be starting. And again, this is, this goes back to my point on, you shouldn't be too picky because you might be in a city where there aren't a lot of events that you're personally interested in, but really, if your goal is to meet new people, it doesn't matter what you sign up for. So just go to anything that somewhat works for you. It's somewhat convenient. The timing works. Like even if the activity is not really your jam, who cares? Just go talk to people, meet people and see who you connect with. Um, and I say that with the caveat that I don't know what your experience has been, Sarah, but most of these people are not going to be your best friends. It is very much a numbers game. Mm -hmm. I would actually estimate that for every 10 people you meet at a meetup, you'll click with like maybe one or two. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you kind of just have to go to as many as possible and eventually you will find people you click with, but you just have to keep putting yourself out there and you can't be overly picky about it. Yeah, um, I am curious, like, what kind of meetups have worked the best for you. But before we get into that, I did just want to comment on your um your note that this is like a numbers game like I think at this you know stage of our lives when like you know most likely all of us have like some friends like maybe we're in a new city mm -hmm. or you know maybe our our life stages are a little bit different but like we do have some friends this is more like an effort to make you know new friends for whatever reason and at this stage of our lives when you're not you know in college or constantly going out and like mm. people you know your peers are not just constantly like put in front of you to meet I really think you need to approach it like dating like you said yeah. like you're not you're not gonna click with every person it is a numbers game and some people are just straight up weird like yep. I like <laughs> yep. I matched with someone on Bumble BFF a few weeks ago um and we were you know 
I hate small talk, but like, what else are you going to do? Especially in like yeah. a friend level or whatever. <laughs> so, you know, I was like asking her how her day was going or whatever. And she was like, you know, honestly, like not to get too real, you know, right off the bat, but like, it's actually not going great. Like, um, you know, kind of recovering from a breakup and like some days are better mm. than others. And she gave a very like honest answer. And I was like, mm. okay, cool. Like, I appreciate people like this that also hate small talk. So yeah, like yeah. a couple of days later, I was like, hey, I know this is kind of last minute, but I'm actually going to be um, in your, I had to go to like an offsite work meeting that happened to be like in her town. Um, and I was like, I'm actually going to be like in your town, you know, on Thursday, would you want to like grab a drink after work or something? And she got like so weird about it and like about her schedule and like said she'd get back to me. And it just, it became so weird. And it was like trying oh. to set up a date with someone. And it was very oh. like, she you like get, ghosted you. Yeah. Like you get yeah. so real and so open right off the bat but then mm. like you don't actually want to meet up yeah. and like how many times has that happened to us in oh, dating God. like yeah. so yeah I think you just have to unfortunately take mm-hmm. a similar approach like it's a numbers game you can't take stuff personally so yeah. on and so forth but I am curious like what meetup groups have worked the best for you so I, I would categorize them into um uh drinking type meetups I don't mean like getting wasted but like meeting Mm -hmm. for happy hour meeting for drinks and then activity-based meetups and I think those are typically the categories Mm -hmm. you will find I personally had much more success and I got more enjoyment out of activity-based ones because one it's just you know it's always cool to see a new museum or do a hike or do a whatever Mm -hmm. um so even if you walk away not really enjoying the meetup or the people at least you did an activity yeah, so there's always like yeah you can always tell yourself there's a there's a there's a benefit somewhere in it for you the other thing is there's for a very practical reason I prefer activity ones because as we've just said you're not going to click with everyone some people will be straight up weird like mm-hmm. I'll just put it out there <laughs> there are going to be weirdos <laughs> um and when you are doing an activity, it gives you such an easy out to end the conversation. And you can be like, oh, I'm going to, I don't know, whatever, stop. I'm just going to take a drink of water. You can continue on the hike. I'll catch up to you. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to like, you can kind of break things up a little bit with the activity and use that as your fallback. It also helps give you something to talk about when you do run out of things to say. Like you can always comment on the mm-hmm. whatever rock climbing thing that you're both trying out for the first <laughs> time. So um, yeah, there's there's like good social conversation lubricant when you are doing <laughs> an activity. And then on the flip side, like with um, the drinking based ones, I did find it awkward to get out of those conversations Mm. that went no nowhere that was the biggest that's kind of my one complaint so if you are stuck you know at a bar and it's awkward and then someone knows you're there by yourself that was the tough part you can't even be like I'm gonna go find my friend like we all know (laughs) you're here by yourself (laughs) uh yeah no that definitely makes sense yeah so again like that's just me there are people who maybe would thrive more if they were at a happy hour maybe they need a little bit of liquid courage to be more social so I think you have to find what works best for you but I think these are the pros and cons that you can Mm -hmm. consider when you're signing up for one yeah no that that definitely makes sense um what like age range have you 
found yourself like meeting at these meetups like what's been your experience there yeah so I I just just turned 35 um so I'm fresh (laughs) in that category and I will say a lot of these people well it can vary actually depending on the type of meetup you do there could be people in their 40s or 50s Mm -hmm. and then there could be you know there are lots of people in their 20s obviously the maybe the more either the drinking or the active based ones are going to be a little bit younger Mm -hmm. just to kind of speak very generally and so I guess that's kind of another that's a good point you raise like I think when you're embarking on this journey of making new friends you can't get too in your head about your age or other people's ages Mm -hmm. and I I think that's a mistake a lot of people make they're just like Mm -hmm. oh I'm gonna be 15 years older or 10 years older than everyone and again it's like who cares? It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. It that's really kind doesn't. of, yeah. I was going to kind of lead into saying like, if you're trying to make friends, you know, as an adult, like as an adult, that's like very much like post university, post college, like mm-hmm. you can't, it, that's just another area where you can't really be picky. And mm-hmm. I think like, yeah, if someone is drastically younger than you, like you will encounter some things along the way, like differences in maturity and whatever. But for the most part, like if you have things in common, you have things in common. And yeah, I, I've always had pretty decent luck um, making friends through work because I just happen to work in an industry that attracts a lot of like, like-minded people. Mm. So yeah, I, as an adult have made a fair amount of friends through work. I know that's not, you know, everybody's industry or experience, but it does work for me, but they are not all, you know, within my age bracket. Like one of my mm-hmm. current closest friends like recently turned 50 and I'm 33 and we've been right. friends yeah. like which like now doesn't seem like as crazy to me, but like we've been friends for like 10 years. Like oh wow. She was like 40 and I was like, you know, 20 something at the time, yeah. which for her probably felt like an even bigger difference than it did. Right. For me. Yeah. Like, we have a lot in common. We met through work. We've stayed in touch, even though it's been a long time since either of us have worked there. Like I think people do just need to keep a little bit more of an open mind. Um mm-hmm. and like she you know, had kids kind of young. So by the time I met her, her kids were like older teenagers. Like they weren't Uh, as like, you know, they weren't taking up like as much of her time. So, um, you know, even though I don't have kids, like our lifestyles and our free time did kind of like align. hmm. So I think if you're, you know, looking for, I also have a lot of friends that have kids that would like to make more friends that are parents. And, that's like adds right. a whole other level of you know of things into the equation but like you just have to like not be so picky I think and yeah. like open your mind a little bit to who you may find things in common with yeah yeah and that's the thing like you can't be picky and like I just this is not something to get so in your head about and I think even you just said that you know, you had a big age gap, but it probably felt bigger to her than it did Mm -hmm. to you. And I think that's exactly it. I think the older person (laughs) does tend to be weirder about it. Whereas Mm -hmm. the person who's on the younger end, they're probably not even thinking about it. Like, yeah, they're, they're not at all. Like I remember at one of my jobs, there were three of us who were really close and we had almost exactly 10 years between each of us. So one was I think she was like 22. I was 30. And then the other girl was 39 or 40. Mm. And like, I never thought anything Mm -hmm. of the 40 year old. And so now that I'm almost on the other side of it, like, Mm -hmm. I think about it a little bit more, but, but that's wrong. That's like, that's wrong of me to do that. Because 
the 25 year olds honestly aren't thinking about your age. They're only going to think about it if you keep bringing it up, yeah. but which you shouldn't do. <laughs> so like, be cool about it, but <laughs> be cool guys. Come on. I know really. I mean, that's the theme of this episode. Just like be cool. <laughs> that might, we may have just found our episode title. <laughs> I, I think that's, I think that's it. Yeah. But it's not yeah. just the John Travolta movie or whatever it was. <laughs> But yeah, I think, um, I also think like, you know, I, I know some people that are better at meeting people in person than others and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, making new friends in person. And, and that's great if you're like city or work or whatever, like lends itself to that. But, um, I think people have to also get out of their heads about it being Mm -hmm. weird to meet friends online. Like, it's not weird to use meetup. Like it's not Mm -hmm. weird to try Bumble BFF. It's not weird to meet friends on Twitter. If that's how it happened for you, that's how we met. So I think people need to stop, need to kind of get out of their head in that way, because Mm -hmm. ultimately, I mean, maybe this doesn't as much apply to Twitter, but places like meetup and Bumble BFF and just whatever other, you know, online, (laughs) online forums you find yourself (laughs) on. um, I like, you're all there for that purpose. Like they also would like to meet friends. No one is on Bumble BFF because they feel totally satisfied with their social yeah, life. So you're no all one, in the same boat. Yeah, like no one's on Meetup because they have a super full and fulfilling <laughs> schedule. So yeah. like I think people just need to get out of their heads about it being weird to meet friends on the internet. Um, because like it's worse to not make friends if that's what you're craving or whatever exactly and I think some of it for for a lot of people it's more like just making up excuses to not do it and Mm -hmm. you know I mean of course there are things we're naturally nervous about like the very first time I went to a meetup alone like I I'm sure I was a little nervous there was one meetup where the group wasn't even there I I don't know what happened so like the things do happen unfortunately but like Mm -hmm. if you're just thinking of excuses constantly then I think at that point it's a you problem that you need to Mm -hmm. work on like you can't constantly be like no I'm gonna be too old or no I'm not really interested in this activity or it's mostly guys or it's mostly like whatever like just yeah yeah, stop don't make so many excuses to not do something yeah yeah and and similarly like if you really are feeling like you need to make new friends for whatever reason it's going to involve at probably at times a little bit of like inconvenience on mm-hmm. yourself. Like even, um, you know, I have a friend, um, she has two young kids, but she's also like very outdoorsy and very active and stuff like that. And she was like, you know, I still want to like go on hikes and like do all those outdoor things. But, um, you know, I want to share that with my kids also. Like it, I wish I knew more like parents in my area that were into stuff like that. And I was like, well, have you tried meetup? Like, I'm sure there's some like parent hiking group or like somewhere mm. online that you could find people that, you know, want to, want to do that. Um, and she said something like, well, yeah, like there might be, but like stuff like that just doesn't really happen in this town. Like I'd probably end up needing to drive like at least 30 minutes. And I was like, yes, you probably <laughs> <Ooh>. would. <laughs> but like, mm. like if you want the friends, like that is unfortunately something it might take. And yeah. like, you never know, like maybe someone else in your town is also noticing the lack yeah. of those activities and like also made that drive. Like you never know who you're going to meet. It might make for an inconvenient day. Like 
you know, maybe you try it once and you're like, honestly, that drive was not worth it. I won't be doing yeah. that again. And then you don't yeah. do it again. But, you know, yeah. it, it, it does require like some inconveniencing of yourself from time to time. Yeah. And then, yeah. So on, on that, and that's a really good point. It definitely does. Um, and to sort of give people hope that it is worth it. These are like the nice thing with meetups and trying to make new friends is it usually is only a temporary thing you'll need to do because eventually you are going to make friends and to form a little group for yourself. And then you don't need to go to them anymore. That's actually like <laughs> the beautiful, I mean, you can, if you want, and some people are like serial, you know, meetupers, they'll do it all the time. Um, but like, if you put in the effort up front and you kind of keep putting yourself out there and keep trying it does pay off. And then you just, you can stop. Like I mm -hmm. really, my first month or so in Singapore, I was out like all the time. I was honestly like exhausting myself trying to make friends. Mm -hmm. And now I haven't been to one in a really long time. Cause I'm kind of like, I'm good now. Now I can just, you know, plan dinners and drinks mm -hmm. with, the, with the friends I've made. So um, yeah, maybe just remind yourself of that, to, you know, when you need to keep going, that it is likely going to just be temporary but yes it's a little bit of short-term inconvenience for sure mm -hmm. um, but it does pay off and as like an example of that I signed up for this um, soccer league which ended up being a really great way to meet like I met three really good friends just through that alone mm. and the first day I went the game the the game timing is not ideal for me and it's quite far so it's like it starts 8 to 10 p.m um oh, and yeah I, yeah it, it was it was rough and like I took a cab there because subwaying would have been like an hour and like so like I paid money to go to this thing mm. by cabbing there so we finished the game everyone seemed really cool and then a few of them were like oh we're gonna go grab dinner so it's like 10 p.m and I was like I want to go home and oh it was a Tuesday <laughs> I had work the next day so like I really didn't want to do it but I forced myself and thank god I did because through that and so not everyone went but of the people who did go for dinner we formed like a little whatsapp group and now it's a very regular mm. thing that post soccer will go get food and then we've actually become real close friends and we like meet up and you know i'm sorry we will hang out together <laughs> after meet up tm like now we'll actually hang out and we've gotten really close and we don't include the people who didn't come to dinner so mm -hmm. like the again the these inconveniences really do pay off but you have to be willing to to put in the work up front so like now now i don't need to go to the dinners i'm fine i have my crew but mm -hmm. you do you need to do these things in the beginning yeah, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. So with all that being said, I've kind of talked a little bit about what I've done. So meetups were a really, really great way for me to meet, meet people mm -hmm. um, and joining like sports league. So I did join soccer and dragon boat, met people through both of those things. The one thing I haven't tried, which oddly <laughs> enough, Sarah has, is Bumble BFF. <laughs> um, so, and I know that's actually quite big here in Singapore as well. I think it's it's really taking off in a lot of cities. So mm -hmm. I would be very curious to know about your Bumble BFF experience. Yeah. Um, so I actually originally joined it because I was going to be in a little bit more of a remote area for like a week. And I was like, oh, it'd be like really cool to find someone to like go for a hike with or like do something more outdoorsy. Um, that didn't really pan out. But then I was like, well, like I said, I'm spending more time in this like downtown, more like urban area. Like maybe I can at least find some, you know, like happy hour type friends or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, so far I've only met 
um one person like in person um but it was like it was really nice we've actually hung out twice um their schedule is a little weird they actually used to live in asia so they're going back to visit um for like a month so we're hoping to hang out again um maybe after thanksgiving but um but I've had like some good conversation starters. But as I said earlier, like it is a numbers game. Like mm-hmm. I've invited one or two people out to do stuff that have like awkwardly ghosted me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also, yeah. I also like randomly came across someone that I know through a professional partnership. Um, mm. And so I was like, oh, this, it, it was almost like seeing a guy on a dating app that you like kind of know. And oh, you're like, yeah, is yeah. it more awkward to like swipe or not <laughs> swipe? And so I did swipe on her and we did match. And like, we talked about hanging out. Um, And I was like, oh, my schedule is pretty crazy this week. Like, can I get in touch next week? And she said, sure. And then like an extra week went by and I realized I hadn't been in touch. So I reached out and I was like, hey, so sorry, I haven't been in touch. Like, been a crazy couple weeks at work as you probably know like she doesn't work at my work but we work closely enough together that that she would know um and I was like you know the next few weeks are pretty open for me like you know would you would you want to do something and she hasn't responded and I feel Mm -hmm. like she would even if she had like lost interest in hanging out I feel like she would respond out of just like respect and like not making it awkward and I've like since seen her in person at a work event and it's just like like I wanted to be like checking bumble messages yeah yeah (laughs) so like there definitely are like awkward things that come along with it but again like you have to approach it like dating you have to approach it like a just like a numbers game um And I think you just have to not be afraid to initiate because it is like, you know, even with the person that I've met in person, we hung out once. um, It was really nice. Like we both said we should do it again. But then, you know, you don't have quite the rapport to be like texting all the time or whatever. So like someone has to make that next move of like setting up, you know, the second date. Yeah. Yeah. Like like you have to eventually let it get to a point where like it is normal to just text them about like random stuff or like inside Mm -hmm. jokes or whatever. But like you're never going to get there if you just like let it die off so I don't know I think you just have to like be consistent and not um you know not be afraid to like initiate and just not take it personally if people do just kind of like ghost or whatever um you know I think um I feel like I'm gonna you know I kind of like took a few weeks of a break of like making a ton of effort on there because work was really crazy but I'm about to enter like a little bit of a less busy time until like January or February. So I feel like I'm going to start like making more effort on there again and kind of seeing what comes of it. But yeah, it's just like numbers game. (laughs) Like I I think that's really really, what it comes down to. It's, you know, it sucks to have to compare something to dating because most of us hate dating and why would we want to do more of that but um unfortunately like that kind of is it it is how it is um and you yeah you know to get what you want in the end like you have to you have to put in the effort yeah that uh, yeah I think that's like the biggest takeaway like you need to put in the effort um and not like 
get discouraged the first time Mm -hmm. it doesn't pan out you know like if you go to a meetup you don't like everyone you don't like anyone yeah yeah that's not an excuse to be like oh yeah meetup doesn't work for me bumble bff (laughs) doesn't work for me like yeah like that's the kind of shit i can't stand when people just like give up immediately and it's like no you have to put an effort it takes time yeah but like just keep trying jesus like i i actually joined a writing meetups like sarah you will be familiar with this whole journey Mm. Um, so even before I moved to Singapore, like I knew people back home, but I just wanted to kind of, oh, I actually, at that point, it was more about wanting to develop my writing habits. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I joined this writing group and at first I didn't like any of them. I was like, these people are fucking lame and I don't, <laughs> I do, I just didn't like them. Um, and then like, I, I kept going, it was weekly and honest to God, like I grew very fond of them after a couple of months, <laughs> like after some consistency, I actually grew to be very fond of this, like awkward, nerdy little group. It was of a people. ragtag bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember this happening. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah so like you do have to actually give these things some time and just like with anything like the first impressions aren't always going to be very accurate sometimes mm-hmm. you need to give people a little bit more of a chance before you know so that you can see how you connect, yeah right? yeah you I, that's a great point and I think you know I think the other biggest thing in terms of it just being a numbers game and whatever is also just like don't overthink it like don't take mm-hmm. it personally like you said you can't have one weird or bad experience and then just be like oh this doesn't work for me like it would have been very easy after I you know asked that one girl who I was going to be in her town like I would have required (laughs) very little effort from her and she got weird and basically ghosted me like it would have been very easy to be like oh should I have like not suggested that so soon was that awkward of me did I do something wrong maybe this just doesn't work like it is it would be easy to go down that path but like you can't do that like clearly she is has her own stuff going on like she wasn't up for it whatever like it's not like I was you know suggesting like I was gonna be there anyway so it was worth the effort on my end and it didn't pan out and like who cares like it's not you know it's not like it took a ton of my time to make that offer so I think people just need to get out of their own heads a little bit and like yeah you'll encounter the occasional awkward situation but people in general can be awkward like some social situations are just gonna be a little awkward like it passes like you'll go home and you'll forget about it a few days later like it's not the end of the world and on the flip side like you could go and you don't click with anyone but it's also possible you'll meet just one person you click with Mm -hmm. and they might actually be able to introduce you to some of their friends Mm -hmm. and you click with them which is actually exactly what happened to me my first meetup there was really only one girl I clicked with, but she happened to already have like sort of a circle of friends already. So she's introduced me to them and I've kind of like forced my way into their friendship circle. (laughs) So like through, even though I met one girl at meetup, really I've gained like five friends through her. Yeah. And I know a lot of friends that um, have met people through other people, even at like bachelorette parties yeah, or like exactly other people's co-workers you know you might invite a friend that also works nearby there to meet you at a happy hour like I think yeah people shouldn't yeah. be afraid to meet people through other other friends either exactly so yeah um you actually kind of said something earlier that I think sort of um leads into the next thing we want to talk about but you were kind of talking about how now that you 
sort of have an established group of friends you don't need to go to so many of those meetups and and things like that so I am curious what your experience has been like trying to maintain those new friendships because like I said it can be weird the first couple times like you're not at like a constant communication rapport but you do want to hang out with them again so like what's your experience been like in that area yeah so I think this is another area where you can't be too in your own head and I like you just have to go for it and be really proactive that's like Mm -hmm. my biggest learning lesson like you have to be you almost have to be like persistent with it and not worry about what the other person is thinking so if you meet someone and you think they're cool just straight up be like oh my god it would be great to hang out again what's your Instagram like Instagram mm-hmm. I think is really good whatever your social media of choice is TikTok <laughs> or I don't know, whatever people are using but I do think for all the people's complaints about social media it is a really good way to build new friendships because it's not as intimidating and it doesn't feel quite as invasive as texting somebody mm-hmm. or you know like messaging them so get their social media And like use that as ways to almost have an excuse to message them. So if they've posted a story or, you know, they like post a photo, like, like it, comment Mm -hmm. on it, like be like effusive, you know, be like people like that. It it makes people feel good. So Mm -hmm. just be like, oh, you look amazing here or whatever, like whatever it is, um, react to their stories. Like people do take note of these kinds of things. And we're all like, we're all human. We all like to feel flattered. We like to feel good. So just like, you know, I I, I don't think there's any like, yeah, there's no shame in just sort of being a proactive friend. Mm-hmm. Um, So I would say do that to just m- almost maintain the lines of communication. Mm-hmm. So that you're, you're somehow you're in contact on some level. And then I would suggest, I would suggest that you suggest a very specific kind of activity to get the ball rolling. And I think it's always easy if you pretend like it's something you were going to do anyway, and you're just inviting them along. It's very low pressure. So like what I've done in the past is I've messaged me like, Hey, I actually really need to get my nails done. Do you want to come with me? And Mm, that way it's like, yeah, that one's worked weirdly well. Like people don't always (laughs) come, but it it just breaks the ice. Like if it gives them an easy out, if they don't Mm -hmm. want to. And then um, what happened to me once was this girl was like, oh, I actually just got mine done. So I'm good. But she's like, but I'm going to go to this thing if you want to come. So it almost Mm -hmm. like gives them the confidence to suggest something with you in return because mm-hmm. you've indicated that you're open to hanging out so I would yeah just, but you know someone has to make the first move so like <laughs> just do that you know yeah like, yeah and it exactly. can be whatever you could you even if it's just like I've been wanting to check out this restaurant you want to go that's what one girl did with me and I was like yeah of course like it's a meal so you have to eat at some point yeah yeah (laughs) yeah exactly no I think the I think the acting like it was something you wanted to do anyway is a great suggestion because it definitely like takes the pressure off and like they don't feel so bad saying no probably if it doesn't work for them um yeah I think that's a really good idea I think something I try to do somewhat similar but I I like try to get something brought up like while I'm actually with them that we can like talk about doing the next time so like Mm. the first time I met up with that person um from bubble bff she had suggested this um 
it's this like building in my city and they have like a lower level with like a coffee shop and some shops and stuff like that. And then their rooftop um, is actually like a really cool rooftop bar. I actually took mm-hmm. you there when you visited me. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. like non-pretentious for a rooftop yes. bar. Um, and so she I can attest said, it's great. Yes. Yeah, so, so she had suggested the like the coffee place and like walking around the shops and stuff. Um, and she's pretty new to the city and so while we were there, I was like, oh, like, um, I've actually never been to this lower level. Like, I'm glad you suggested it. Have you been to the bar upstairs? It's really cool. And she said she hadn't. And so we talked about going there and um, it didn't end up working out with our schedule because it's like a seasonal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like even just having that as like a like we want to set this up, we want to do this. It led to us scheduling our next hangout, even mm-hmm. though that particular thing didn't work. So I think being yeah. able to like, leave a hangout and say like oh like let's schedule a time for such and such bar soon or whatever like it doesn't always work out naturally but when you can I think leaving it with that kind of like specific next thing you might want to do can also be Mm -hmm. helpful yeah exactly Um, and then if you've met someone new I think it's also perfectly fine to just be like oh is there anything you've been wanting to try or do lately like kind of get a sense as to what their interests are Mm -hmm. because then you might have something to suggest that like I think the soccer thing came about that way because I think Mm -hmm. I had actually mentioned to this girl that I met at meetup and I was like oh I really want to get back in shape and I want to play soccer again I used to play and she was like oh I I've recently joined this beginners friendly soccer league if you want to come and like that got that whole ball Mm. rolling so like try to try to just get an understanding about what that person is into and again this is an area where you shouldn't be picky like let's say they they say they really enjoy art art like painting like even if you're not like who cares just be like oh we should do paint night like you know what I mean like like I feel like a, a mistake I see people make is they focus way too much on the activity itself or the logistics or the and it's like it's not about that just find an excuse to hang out with someone and get to know them and then build the friendship from there just yeah find whatever reason you have to to meet up with them if they invite you to something even if it's not your ideal just go you know you have to be open yeah and you just have to get through that awkward middle ground stage of like yeah we kind of know each other but I wouldn't consider them a friend yet like that's how all of our friendships came to be yeah exactly (laughs) we just don't like think about it that way at you know at this stage of those friendships but even at like work or whatever like I get maybe feeling a little awkward asking a coworker like oh do you want to do lunch today or whatever yeah. like that could be a lot of extended one-on-one time mm. <laughs> like it could be awkward if there's someone you like maybe want to be friends with you could even start by saying like oh I'm like running out to grab lunch is there anything mm-hmm. like I could get you or do you know of any good yeah. places around here like like something that kind of like sets the stage like someone actually did this for me in my office um she said she was um like going somewhere and was like you know if you're free you're welcome to come and I was like oh I actually like would have totally gone but I have a meeting in 30 minutes so I can't and she was like oh well like the um like the hummus at this place is amazing if you like hummus I'm gonna like bring you back some like you have to try it and that was really nice and I tried it and it was great and so like I feel like that sets the stage for like next time she's going there like she'll probably invite me and like sometimes you just have to like 
put yourself out there, even if it's in like a small way and not like immediately jumping, you know, right to a hangout. Like you have to just kind of, it's okay to like set the stage and um, just kind of like ease into things slowly, but you just have to like get, if you want to be friends with someone and they seem to have an interest in being friends with you, you have to Mm -hmm. just like push past that, that awkward stage. Yeah, exactly. Um, And I think, I think the common denominator in all of what we're suggesting is that you just need to be proactive about it. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like, you can't just wait for someone to invite you to something and you can't always wait for them to make the reservations or whatever. Like you do need to be really proactive and it might mean messaging them more than you might message an actual friend sometimes. Like I feel like, (laughs) you know, in the beginning stages, I would like try really hard to stay in constant communication because you don't want things to fizzle out with someone Mm -hmm. that you've just met. So yeah, like be really proactive, like stay on, like stay on top of them, you know, so that they want to be friends. And I think like, it might sound aggressive, but again, I think that people inherently like to feel liked, you know, they Mm -hmm. like feeling like somebody wants to talk to them and is excited to hang out with them. And, you know, I think it's always nice to just make people feel good. Um, so yeah, and, and I also think people like we're all so busy now at this stage in our lives. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important to give off the vibe that you care about building a friendship. And that's sort of like mm-hmm. a filter I look for now that if it's someone who seems not disinterested, but if they're very passive, they're not super responsive, they're, you know, they seem nice enough, but they're not really making an effort like I don't think that's who I'm going to make an effort for in return. So you have to give off a vibe. Like, mm-hmm. I think I read somewhere that if you want to have friends, you have to first be a friend. And that was very profound yeah. to me. Like, it really made a lot of sense. So that's yeah. kind of what I remind myself of. Yeah. And, and that's a great point. And like, you know, there's all those like memes or whatever, um, about dating that are like, why haven't I found the love of my life when I never leave my apartment and just expect them to come <laughs> yeah. waltzing in and whatever. And that's funny. And you know, if that's the approach you want to take to dating, that's fine because you can still have a very full and fulfilling life, even if you don't date much or you never find a long-term partner or whatever. But the reality of it is your life is not going to be as full and fulfilling without friends. Like Mm -hmm. you can, like people can make it without dating and without partners, but you really can only make it so far in life without friends as like cheesy as that is to say. So you can't, even if you are someone that that takes that approach to dating and like we've all been there we've all like <laughs> yes. had our periods of not wanting to be single but also not wanting to make effort like it happens mm-hmm. to all of us but you really you just can't take that approach to friends like it just it will not lead you to like happiness in life no. and um yeah it's just it's just never gonna work like you just you have to even if it's uncomfortable or it's not your natural state of being like you have to make the effort and even in small ways like if someone invites you to do something and you can't suggest the other times that you're free yeah. like don't just yeah. be like oh sorry I would have loved to do that yeah yeah next time and don't like, say yeah and don't say yeah. like hopefully we can get together another time like actually yeah. suggest something concrete like get something on the calendar because we are yeah. all busy like even if I you know quit Bumble BFF tomorrow or never try meetup or whatever like I have friends like I have things to do I could fill yeah. my time so like we are all busy and it's easy to kind of let that time slip past you so 
you just have to like you have to be proactive get something on the calendar even if it's for a week from now like and then Mm -hmm. if it needs to be changed as it gets closer it needs to be changed but um you just like you have to make the effort like it it's yeah sounds simple but like it's really what it comes down to yeah and people do take note of these things like it they they do again like it's all about sort of like making them feel good and you know that that's what friends are supposed to do anyway it's supposed Mm -hmm. to enhance your life and so I think anything you can do to show a person that hey you seem cool I want you in my life like I think people Mm -hmm. really really appreciate that like when you go out like you can take you can be like oh let's take a photo you can tag them like I just just Mm -hmm. anything to show them that you want them to be part of your life I think goes a really really long way Mm -hmm. um but yeah but you do need to be very proactive about it yeah um so that's that's one thing um and so this is like you know you've met someone you want to hang out with them what are your thoughts on like how to actually just be as we've said be a cool person because I you know I will say I have met a lot of weirdos in my day and there have been times where I'm just like oh my god like were you homeschooled (laughs) why are you so weird (laughs) so like I don't know this I feel like this is just such a case-by-case basis that it's hard to have like generic advice on this but I feel like for me personally like self-awareness goes a long way like I am I will look past a lot more quirks or things that maybe don't like quite match with how I do things or whatever if someone is self-aware about it and can like poke fun mm-hmm. at themselves and you know yeah. we'll we'll say like you know I know I do xyz thing like haha you know like and can kind of like make it a joke and whatever like I I'm sure there's also qualities about me that people find a little odd but you know yeah. I make fun of myself like better than most <laughs> other people could make fun of me so it is what it is and I think for me like bringing that self-awareness to the table and kind of keeping an eye out for other people that exhibit that um is always like a positive thing um but yeah I think just in general I I think for me what a lot of it comes down to is just making the effort like if someone is consistent and they have Mm. things to say and they have their own interests even if they're not exactly my interests but they are decent conversationalists and whatever like I can look past some quirky you know behaviors I think you just have to like try your best to bring your best self and to own who you are and what your interests are like yeah not everyone is going to share those interests but if you can talk excitedly about something Mm. I feel like that can get you a long way in terms of just like general human interaction (laughs) yeah yeah true I will say though like again having met a few weirdos (laughs) I feel like there's like a couple of things maybe don't do in my opinion <laughs> like just one I, I don't know I think you know we all want to make friends and friendships are supposed to be about being yourself and opening up but in the early days I don't know that you need to show every single deep and dark side of yourself <laughs> so you know I would say keep that in mind like yeah I think where I've been put off personally and where I I can sense that other people have been put off is when someone is too intense too quickly Mm. um and you know like a little too aggressively opinionated about something that like is clearly making other people uncomfortable and like just being a Mm. little yeah too intense too in your face 
um, you know, don't interrupt people. Don't over, don't dominate the whole conversation. Like, yeah, like you said, be self-aware of how you're coming off because mm-hmm. yeah, you just, I, I can't think of a better way to say it, but just don't be too intense. People don't like that. I can mm-hmm. tell you. Um, and similarly, like we all have insecurities, you know, we're human. And again, with a normal friend, you can be upfront about yeah. those insecurities. <laughs> when you first meet someone or even in the first few times I don't know that that's the time to talk about like all the things that you know bring you down or all the things you're down about or you know what I mean like let's say you're very um so like okay I'm very self-conscious in the in dating about being like a woman of color I feel like it's really hard and you know whatever the deck is stacked against you and stats support that blah blah Mm -hmm. blah but when I meet new girlfriends and we talk about our dating lives and how hard it is I don't bring that up like I'm not gonna bring that into the mix because it's just it's a little too much I'm I am cognizant that it can make people feel uncomfortable to hear that so I there's no need to say it I'm just like oh god men suck it's so hard hard to to find someone you click with like just yeah I guess I'd say like keep it light and fun um when you're first meeting yeah I think and I, I yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just, but no, yeah, I was gonna say, a... it's the same thing about not being too intense. Like, yeah, just keep it like breezy and fun. Yeah. And like, I think that makes sense in the early stages. And like, I can understand the like the counter argument to that of like, but if that's who I am and that's how I'm going to be down the road, people should know up front, you know, like what they're going to get mm-hmm. or whatever. And like, I I would say I even feel that way myself to an extent, but there's still like, like, even in that example you just gave, like, there's a way to share that and then move on and like direct yeah. the conversation, you know, back to like the lighter stuff where like, you still shared a bit of yourself, but then you moved on and didn't dwell on it. That's different than like like mm. you said someone like making the whole conversation about like <laughs> oh well you know like I know we all struggle in dating but like let me tell you how extra hard it is for me and then like <laughs> making the whole conversation about yourself like those are two different mm. things so I just I feel yeah. like even if people do want to broach the more serious stuff sooner like read the room a little bit and just like like share it but then like move on like don't make people don't put people in a in a position where they're like I don't really know how to respond to that like I don't know how this conversation is gonna recover (laughs) maybe don't end off with that yeah 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 Yeah, like you you know if you're gonna share those more personal things a bit too early like at least do it your part to then like navigate the conversation back somewhere else like if you feel Mm -hmm. so compelled to share that that's fine like (laughs) I'm not I don't want to like tell people like keep major parts of yourself you know to yourself or whatever but just like read the room like and I know people are some people are better at that than others but I don't know like you you just have to try and you know it's something that I think that type of socializing just like dating and whatever you get better at it the more you do it and like you learn what works and what doesn't and what people respond to best and whatever so like actually think about ways to improve your socializing like if you do share something really personal and it doesn't go well like maybe keep that in mind for next time yeah yeah. maybe, maybe wait a little longer like see what you know what people respond best to and actually like Mm try to improve upon yourself the way you would if you're dating like I hate to keep bringing it back to that but that's kind of 
what it is like you know you have to kind of practice putting your best foot forward to an extent yeah that I think that's a that's a really good point um and I would also say like to the people who are in the camp of I want to be myself and I don't want to you know water myself down and this is who I am etc like I mean, A, like Sarah said, there is still a way to do it. That's a little <laughs> bit more breezy. But, you know, like if you insist on being your 100% authentic <laughs> self, um, the only caution I'll give is that, you know, actions do have consequences. Like, of course, you can present yourself however you want, but just be aware that there tend to be consequences to doing that and I guess you have to think about is it really worth it so as an example like there was this girl I invited to my birthday and I had met her through Dragon Boat so we talked like outside of the rowing practice we hung out a bit it was was more one-on-one and I did like her she's very Mm -hmm. nice Um, but I invited her to you know meet my group of friends and so this was the first time I've really seen her in a bigger group setting plus she didn't know anyone and I thought she came off like way too intense about this one sort of like light issue we were talking about Mm -hmm. and and me like all all I kept thinking was like I'm never inviting her to a group thing again like it it was Mm. that quick that my mind just switched I was like I like her I'm probably gonna hang out with her one-on-one I will not invite her to any more of my group events so that's yeah that's the kind of consequence that you can be dealing with so again if you're okay with that great I don't really know if it's worth it, you know? Like, yeah. And, and uh, yeah. I, I personally don't think it's worth it. And I, I know there was a similar incident with this other event I went to, this guy was a little intense. And, um, and I think people were like, we're saying they're like, yeah, he's like really intense. We don't really know how to talk to him. So people will pick up on these things and it's going to impact on whether they want to see you again. Yeah. So bear that in mind. I do think like in a group setting, you should be naturally toning yourself down a bit anyway, because you don't want to dominate a whole group. Like I do think it's okay to be a little bit more open in like a one-on-one thing earlier on. Um, But yeah, in like a large group, I do think you need to be mindful of that because you're not just interacting with one person that you're hoping to click with and you know Mm. I understand on the one-on-one approach I understand with one-on-one situations taking the approach of like well you know this is me and if they don't like me for who I am it probably wouldn't work out anyway but in a Mm. group setting like there's like 10 potential friends there like you don't want to like you know like (laughs) alienate them all so I do think that's part of it and I also um you know, I am a very like kind of what you see is what you get person. But like I said, I've also made a lot of friends through work and no one is 100% themselves right away at work. Like there is that gradual like polite talking and then like Mm -hmm. slowly you interject like more of your personality and you see how they react. And then slowly you start hanging out outside of work. And like those friendships have still turned out to be high quality even though I couldn't be my full self right away so I think in terms of group settings people should be thinking like would I do this in front of coworkers? (laughs) like would I act this way at work because like it's not like a perfect comparison but like it is pretty good though it is okay to just like slowly like insert more of your real self and like see what people respond to and don't or whatever so um because like the reality is a majority of these people that you're meeting through work or you know through groups meetups or whatever 
are probably not going to end up being like your best friends. Like yeah, occasionally, exactly. like, you know, you will come across some that will turn into that. But for the most part, like these aren't going to be your best friends. These are solid friends. They're acquaintances. They're people to do stuff with, but they're not going to be your best friends. So like, yeah, you don't need to like lay it all out on the table yeah. right away. No, it's, it's so true. Like you don't need to like have these deep conversations with every single person in your life. Like it's okay for some people to just be your going out friends, like the friends you meet up mm-hmm. for drinks because your other friends have kids and they can't like, you know, so yeah, I think that's a good point. You don't need to be like so hundred percent yourself with, with everyone just, just calm down. And also like, again, I think if we think about the stage of life we're all at, so like, you know, I'm a lot of, I think people listening are thirties, forties, fifties right now. Um, you know, we all have a lot of things going on in our lives. We all have a mm-hmm. lot on our plates. We have, I don't know, baggage, if you want to say that. So think about that as well. I think a lot of us are in a place where, um, if we're welcoming a new person into our lives, they kind of, you just, I personally just want someone who will enhance my life and bring positivity and bring kind of like a lightness and an element of fun to my life you know Mm -hmm. like you know and a good friend and conversation and all of that but like we're all looking for positive people at the end of the day so if someone has this negative intense energy I don't really want that in my life I don't Mm -hmm. need, need that um and even this is like a really weird example like I met this girl who seemed nice but she like swore a lot in our conversation but like in a like it just didn't really fit what we were talking about and even that was a little bit off-putting I'm like oh my god like like (laughs) I don't know I didn't like it and I'm not like a like it's not like I'm averse to you know yeah yeah. but it was just again it just came off a little too aggressive and intense and so I'm just gonna think about that you know if I want to see her again I'm gonna maybe it'll be something where I need to really have the energy for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, So yeah, so I think we've covered like, don't be too intense, be proactive, show your interest in having a friend. And again, I can't emphasize this enough, but you need to be a friend first for anyone to think of you as a friend. Exactly. And just like get out of your own head. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. so if you get, if you see this person two or three times and it doesn't materialize into a solid friendship, like, who cares? That's a total of what, like six hours out of your life. Like, you know, it's just get, get out of your head, put yourself out there, like make mm-hmm. the effort. Um, and just, yeah, be, be proactive and, yeah. and hopefully be open-minded, yeah. try things you're not interested in because it's more about the people. It's not really about what you're doing. So try everything and, and just see what kind of people you encounter. Yeah, be open-minded and like I said, don't be afraid to to utilize the internet. It's not like a quote-unquote like weird way to meet people yeah. or whatever. To me, it's no weirder than just trying to like approach someone at a party and try to yeah. like be their friend. Like, you know, everyone has their different tolerances, I guess, but at least on those sites, like you know people are trying to meet people. So it it removes that initial layer of like a slight awkwardness. So yeah, just keep yeah. an open mind and and do what you need to do. Like if you need friends, then you need to do what you need to do. Like it's not just automatically going to happen for you. Yeah, it it does take time, but again, I really firmly believe it pays off, but like mm-hmm. you do need to put in a lot of time and effort up front. Um, yeah. So that's just that is what it is, but 
you know, you come away with some good stories and, and I truly like you, you meet some, like I've met a cast of character over characters <laughs> over the past few months. So that's always just like fun to reflect on, you know, it's never totally wasted in my opinion. So yeah. yeah great we, people watching either way. <laughs> definitely. Um, so yeah, so we hope this was helpful. You know, there's, it's, it is really not easy to make friends as an adult. And so we sympathize, I think, as people who are, you know, neither of us are married or have kids. And I think mm-hmm. there is sort of a specific shift that happens for a lot mm-hmm. of us where we feel a little bit of a disconnect with the friends we've grown up with. So it's very normal and natural to want to expand your social circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also no harm in doing that. It doesn't mean you're a loser, but yeah. If yeah. And it doesn't. To- yeah, it doesn't mean you value your current friends less or yeah. whatever. Like when my friends that are parents express wanting more parent friends, like that doesn't offend me. Like yeah, I, yeah. if anything, like please do have that so that our time together doesn't yeah. need to be quite so focused on that. Like it's like <laughs> it's very, true. it's very like normal and acceptable for people to just want some people in their lives that overlap with their life stages so nothing is like wrong with that it doesn't mean your other friendships are gonna mean less or like take a back seat or whatever exactly oh last suggestion I will make on meeting new friends is take every opportunity that comes your way to potentially make a new friend because it might like come out in a weird form so when I first got to Singapore I was staying in this hotel before I found my accommodations and there was this guy and we always just ended up being at the pool at the same time. And like, he was, he was nice enough. And so we got to chatting and he was like, yeah, my wife is going to come to Singapore in a couple of months. I just came first because of my job. And like immediately the wheels in my head started turning. I was like, oh my God, I want to meet your wife. Can you give her my number? <laughs> I will totally meet up with her when she's in town. We can go for coffee. If she has any questions about moving here, tell her to let me know. Mm-hmm. And we actually have met a few times. Oh, that's we're awesome. Actually, yeah, we're, we're like pretty decent friends. She came out to my birthday. Like, you know, like I, but I like jumped on that as soon as he mentioned mm-hmm. that. So if you hear anything like that, like let's say someone's like, oh, my cousin wants to do like sign up for this act activity and you know about it be like oh I could reach out to your cousin talk to them about it like just take any opportunity Mm -hmm. to make friends honestly like just jump on it because you really don't know where it could lead yeah that's a great point all right so we hope this was helpful if you guys have tried any of these things if you have other suggestions let us know if there's anything you strongly disagree with also (laughs) let us know if there's anything controversial we have said um, if you've if you have any funny stories about trying to meet new people, we definitely want to yes, hear those. Yes, please send those. Please send those. Yes, you can find us at, um, if you want to email us a longer funny story, it's lovelifeandliquorpodcast at gmail.com. Um, but you can also find us on Twitter at lovelifeliquor. And we look forward to hearing your stories. All right. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Bye.